0: Welcome to this week's episode of Humans of SDU. This week we have our guest Matilda with us, who is a student at SDU, who has also been at the Olympics this year in Japan. Yeah, so keep listening to hear all about her experience.
1: Welcome, Matilda. I have a first question that I want to ask you, which is, I think, the most important in this entire episode. How many beds did you break? None. (laughs) None. Oh, okay. They,
2: they were actually really solid. Okay. 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 Yeah, yeah. Some of, some of the athletes made, uh, made some, videos. It it kind of, became like a competition to see how much you could, jump or (laughs) jump off the bed there.
0: (laughs) Okay. Without it
2: breaking, and I don't think anyone broke a bed actually. So, (laughs) it. They uh, they were actually really solid, even though they said they was they wasn't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but it seems like a very like nice sustainable solution, mm. and they're gonna yeah. throw th- they were gonna throw them out either way after the competition is done. So
2: That's yeah, true. exactly. I think actually the whole city was built up in a sustainability a sustainable way, mm. and also. You know the fundament of the building were real because it it was going to be real buildings afterwards but everything in there was kind of made of paper um okay i think it's it was really in the environment a good thing but it also made the whole experience a little bit um, hard to get some privacy because the apartments were really small and everything was made of paper so uh,
0: okay.
1: it, it was
2: it it was really loud.
0: Yeah. Ah, right. Not very soundproof. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: So how Not does very soundproof, no. <laughs> <laughs> How does life inside of an Olympic village look like for what two weeks? I don't know how long are you guys stay yeah. there.
2: We were there 16 days, so two weeks. Yeah. Uh this is pretty close. Um it it's kind of uh, you know everyday just flow together because you go you can you can't go out of this this the, the olympic city so we call it like um, the paper jail <laughs> 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 because of the uh, corona and everything we we had to stay in the city and we had uh, trackers on an app on our phone so we couldn't leave any anywhere so oh, we okay we, uh, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So we 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 were a lot in the city and only came out for going to training or competition. Um, but it was it was nice. They had made the, It was on the seaside, mm-hmm. so we could we could walk, you know, like <laughs> down to beside the fence and look over to the water <laughs> mm-hmm. and the, the 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 seaside of Tokyo. So i think um even though we had to stay inside we had plenty of po- possibility to go out and there was also, also a small grass field where we could lay down in the shadow of a tree or something like that if you wanted some alone time because in the city and in the buildings there were a lot of people oh. and you had mm. to yeah. wear a mask everywhere and mm. Every time you had to eat, you had to go to this big uh, food hall uh, where there was a lot of the noise. And many people, because uh, the, the tables were... They, they put plastic up. Ah, uh, uh, okay, yeah. So people wouldn't uh, yeah, spit on each other <laughs> while eating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, it also made it ve- very difficult to talk to each other. So the... It it got really loud in there because people were yelling over the plastic while eating and yeah um, so so a lot of places in the Olympic city it it took a lot of energy because Mm. there was a lot of noise and a lot of people so it was nice that there was these places around the city where you could see some water and you could lay down on the grass get some alone time so I think it there was it was possible to get both yeah.
0: Sounds good. Yeah. So, I have a question like when how how was the moment when you like found out that okay, I'm actually going to like Tokyo 2020 Japan like the Olympics like what was yeah. that moment like when you found out that you were actually be going and com- uh, like competing?
2: I think it's the yeah, biggest moment in in my life. Actually almost bigger than going because you know, it's this big goal we have been working for, for so long. And we were qual- we qualified at world relays in May. Um, so we n- knew that if we were going to the final uh, at world, at world relays, uh, in the four by one, we would go, we would automatic- automatically uh, qualify for the Olympics. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, went there and ran not the best. We ever did. So we actually uh, thought that we blew the chance. So we were really disappointed. We walked around waiting, waiting, waiting for them to announce uh, uh, the top eight who will go to the final. And it uh, actually took a lot of time before we knew. So the whole team was standing there waiting. And uh, then it came up on the big board and on the stadium. And we just, yeah, I, I, we just went crazy, crying, screaming, Mm. jumping around. Yeah, it was uh, I actually think it almost were bigger because we thought we, we thought we had missed our chance. Mm. So we actually started to get disappointed and really sad. And then when we were low low we came totally up high so i think actually it was uh it was a bigger feeling because we 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 started to get disappointed um but there were it was really tricky conditions in in poland where we were running the world relays. so mm-hmm. we we definitely thought that it wasn't enough what we did but because the, it was so cold so everyone was Running slower uh, because yeah. of the cold, so so it was definitely enough to go to the final.
1: And how does it actually work to qualify for the Olympics? Like especially in let's say relay, how? Yeah. What are some of the? How does the Ooh. process look like?
2: Um, it's it's a little bit different from year to year, uh, but this year they made. Normally they take. I think they take a relay team's two fastest um, times and put it into a world ranking. And then the top 16 will go. But this year, they took the final from world championships in 2019. Uh, they, They would go directly to the Olympics, which should be in the summer of 2020, but was the year after. And then they took the final from World Relays, and let them go to the Olympics as well. And if any one of the teams overlapped, they would take them from the world ranking. Mm. So this year, it wasn't that much of the, on the times, but on uh, on how you you competed at big championships. So I think that was really good for us because uh we are good at performing when we have to um and when when there's a lot of pressure uh and maybe not I think we are top 18 or 17 so I think we are actually just just outside the top 16 that would normally go to the Olympics so so we got a chance to to show that that we can run, we can we can run the chance if we get got two, maybe uh, also when we are not, maybe on the paper fast enough.
1: Yeah. Hmm. And how um, the, yeah. from the previous years? I have no idea. I don't know anything about Danish no. Olympics uh, teams. How did it uh, the the relay team the past Olympics? Did did they qualify or was this the first year no, that you guys yeah, qualified? Yeah,
2: this was the first time in oh, 70, okay. 73 years. Oh, my yeah. God. Wow.
1: Okay, congratulations wow. on that. Yeah, wow! thank
2: you. <laughs> a Dan- yeah, a Danish women relay team qualified.
1: That and it is... was the
2: first time ever that both men and women qualified at the same year.
1: Okay, that's so impressive. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: That's <laughs> so, amazing.
2: So it's not off <laughs> Denmark gets to run at the Olympics.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's always nice to see a small country uh exceed in something s- like yeah. so great. Mm-hmm. No, that's yeah, very exactly. impressive.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's I think that's also what make what makes it very special because it's
0: it's kind of history made because it's yeah. the first time in 73 years. Mm so i wanted to ask like how did you get started in all of this relay running like how did you get into it
2: it's a good question um i've done track and field for yeah 10, 10 11 years now um and been on the national team yeah for seven years i think but in denmark uh yeah there hasn't ever been like really high level in, in the 100 meter sprint but in 2018 we had a national coach from Poland who thought that it would be very nice to try if uh, both women and men the women and men team could qualify for U- the European championships in Berlin and then we yeah, took the top, I think it was the top five fastest men and women um, on the Danish ranking list. And uh, we committed to trying to qualify. So we, we used our whole summer to tour around Europe. I think we had like six big competitions where we ran and that we had to run I think one week before qualifying ended up we uh, we made a time that qualified the women team the boys didn't qualify but but our team to Berlin and we uh, we went there and we ran a huge national record um, and ended up qualifying for world relays in Japan the year after and there we changed coach, coach so we got a new coach who has done yeah, all the coaching since then. So we have had him for like two years. Mm-hmm. And since since then we just, yeah, we ran a huge national record in Berlin, qualified for world relays, uh, surprised everyone and won the heats in a new national record and qualified for world championships in this autumn mm-hmm. and went there, become 13 in the world. Uh, qualified again for world relays the year after and then we went there, qualified for the Olympics and now we are qualified for world championships and European championships next year. So It it just has been this ball rolling and every time when we we, uh, go there and perform up to our best or even better, some new doors open for us and we grab a new chance to to perform again. So, I think it has been really it's a it's been a roller coaster the last 3 years because we just open the door every year to be, to do something even bigger than the year before.
1: Yeah, it's like it's a very short history, let's say, but a very yeah, very successful it one. Is. And I think it's and just very the beginning. Intense. Yes. Yeah. Oh,
0: yes. Very intense.
1: <laughs> Speaking of yeah. intense, how does how do you manage to balance so many trainings, which I assume you have, and school yeah. as well?
2: Uh, luckily in on SDU we have this Sudansk Elite, which is a program for elite athletes to get a lot of help during studies. Um, mm. And I've used that a lot and actually that's also one of the reasons that I chose to do my masters in Odense, because I have my I live in Copenhagen and yep. normally you wouldn't think that using time for transporting to school would be beneficial when you don't have a lot of time in your <laughs> daily life because of training. But uh but it really helped me a lot uh during my studies because we have this body organ or uh body um system where you can get a schoolmate to to help you taking notes or filming the the class when you can't be there. And I have got a lot of a lot of help uh, expanding my assignments, so I have have more time to write assignments and stuff like that. Um, which actually I think it's it's really good because then I don't stress about school. It's It's more free space from my track and field uh, where I I feel I can exceed somewhere else and do other stuff that interests me. So so I think I'm really happy that I do both, actually, even though sometimes it can be hard (laughs) because sometimes you can't expand things. But but in normal life, I think it's uh, it's a good, good balance. Right now I'm starting to write my thesis um, and I would, I won't do that full time, but but it, it works fine because then I have like four hours a day to train and four hours a day to write on my assignment. So then mm-hmm. it's a full time day in that way.
0: Yeah. So uh, I also wanted to ask, since you go here at SDU and... You pro- like how did all of your like classmates or and even friends and family back in Copenhagen where you live or I don't know where you're from originally but like all your friends and family and your entire network how did they react when they found out like <laughs> wow someone I know is actually going to the Olympics like
2: oh um yeah I think it's it's very different my family we're really cool about it. Have, really happy uh, on my behalf, but also like, you know, they have been beside me the whole way. So so I think it's it was really natural. Mm-hmm. Of course, they they were really, really happy because it's the Olympics and it's big, um, but not, not like, I don't think anything changed at all. I'm still... Mm-hmm. The same person yeah. yeah um same with my closest friends but of course you you get some like comments it's like you know oh my god it's the olympian Star- i'm starstruck <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like that when with people you know i know but maybe that's not that close um but i think and and actually also what I I really like that the people closest to me it doesn't change anything other than it's just a big goal that I I reached and they're really happy for me that it that it happened because they know how much I worked for it but but no, but beside that nothing else changed um and yeah. that that I really like
0: yeah that sounds good yeah so I don't know how, how how much you were allowed to do this in Japan because of COVID and everything. But did mm-hmm. you, did you guys like mingle with other people from other countries, athletes from other countries, make friends, something like that? <clears throat> Just
2: a little bit. There was a lot of uh, COVID protocols, um, and also because we had these apps on our phone, like uh, stop smitte or the one mm-hmm. we have in Denmark. Yeah. Um, so and there could be hard consequences if someone says and they could see that you have been near this athlete mm. um you could get an isolation as well um so so uh, yeah we we mingled and um and talked to others uh, also the Danes i think it was really special to go as a danish delegation um, with other sports instead of just going with the track and field like we used to um, but i don't you know i know i haven't been before so i can't compare but others said that normally that that, that would be more mingling mm. and you know all this uh, normally we do all this clothes exchange where you switch a t-shirt with someone or some something like that and There wasn't much of that. But we have uh, on our accreditation, we have we get these uh, pens Mm. where we have some some Danish ones and then we switch. uh, And that was really nice going around, talking to people and switching pens and hearing what sport they do or how they they become an Olympian. So yeah, so that was mingling. But I think it was more other years
1: yeah yeah, but it's also i think while it is it's sometimes a bit annoying that there's so many protocols and stuff that you mm. couldn't hang out with other countries next time when exactly. you go to the olympics that then it'll be fine then then you can mingle yeah. with everyone yes. <laughs> exactly
2: exactly yeah so there was some limit limitation also because you know, like like we have had all year. Every time you mingle with someone, also here back here in Denmark, you always get a you know a little bit like, oh, should I do this mm-hmm. and this is, is this is a good idea. So, so that kind of feeling was there too, I think. Um, but it helped that we were rec- vaccinated, so we we would we weren't afraid of like yeah. getting COVID, but. Yeah but there was just really hard protocols for if we had been together with one uh, getting, they had COVID. Also, we had like almost to ensure that, like prove that we had the mask on. If we had been with one, like talking at the dinner uh, without a mask on, we would a hundred percent get isolated. Um, so there was a, yeah, a lot of rules around that. Yeah, but I think overall that you get to know a lot of new people, and and I think we also just then we just focused focused on the Danes because that was still a very special thing for the Olympics going oh, yeah, with yeah. the Danish delegation, and then trying to focus on the positive instead of of getting annoyed that. We couldn't do what we, what you normally could do.
0: Yeah. So
2: next time. <laughs> yes. More, more mingling uh, out of Denmark and uh, seeing the city. Yes. <laughs> because definitely. Uh, this time we definitely got to enjoy the Olympic city and uh, the Danish delegation. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes. Where are the next Olympics? In Paris, yeah, right? Yeah, Paris. In Paris, yeah. Yes. City of love. <laughs>
0: Paris, twenty twenty four. Yeah, exactly.
1: How are have you started thinking a bit about preparations for the for those Olympics or what What is um, the plan for now? Not only for the Olympics, but also for whatever championship is next.
2: Yeah, we have a lot of championships next year. Actually, we have both uh, world championships indoors and world championships outdoors, and European championships. So uh, next year I will be very busy, busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it's still, even though it's not a directly preparation for Paris, it's still a step on the way. Um, so the next three years is just focusing on getting good, high quality training, and um, the next three years is about yeah, getting high quality training and getting faster uh on the track um and i hope that next time i also will be able to qualify individually on the 100 or 200 meter so i think there's yeah there will be all all three years will be preparation for paris both uh physically and mentally Mm. um just getting better so so i I'll be able to qualify when we get there. But I also, it, it, the plan is also to keep working on this relay project. And we have, yeah, like I said, world championships and European championships next year. So, uh, so that's a part of the preparation there as well.
1: Definitely. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that the world championship and the European championship. There's an indoor and an outdoor. So, what is yeah. actually the difference? How does um, it feel mm-hmm. when you are running
2: uh indoor there won't be relay mm. only, only four by four, but we don't do that <laughs> and um <clears throat> indoors it will be sixty meter only no two hundred and mm-hmm. uh, no hundred meter um so it yeah so it basically the indoor championship will will name the world champion champion and the sixty meters and the outdoor will name the champion and Hundred and two hundred
1: and four oh, okay. by one. Okay, okay, okay.
2: Yeah. So, so that's the difference.
1: And what about um, you you also mentioned the one hundred and two hundred meters. Is that your preferred discipline, or do you just train whatever?
2: <laughs> uh no, that's my yeah preferred discipline. Okay. I don't okay. Anything else, beside relay. But that's 120, so it's right in the middle. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And is it? It only seems, you know, it it seems like it's not that big of a difference between a hundred, 120, and 200 meters. But I I would imagine that it the training process or how yeah. you get into the race it feels completely different.
2: Yeah, it is. Uh, a lot different i think um the 100 meter is like yeah half the distance of 200 and um it's only uh, in it there's no bend so it's mm. only goes in, yeah how do you say liul, yeah uh, just straight straight yeah, yeah.
0: straight
2: straight yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it goes only straight um and it's so i think almost technical because you have you can't step step a step wrong then you're out of the competition it really has to be perfect almost um both the acceleration and the uh, the top speed um where the 200 is longer and there's a lot of different ways to run the 200 some run some some people uh, only like pushes the first 50 meter and then has a part in the bend where they relaxes and then push again when they go on the straight lane. So I think there's, and others like just go hundred percent from the start. Um, so, so that's more individual individually. Um, and you also train a little bit different to it. I think you can run fast on the 200 with hundred meter training, but most people Run a little bit longer in training, too, if they have to run 200, um, because it's, yeah, it's a little bit
1: longer. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, but for the relay, uh, 100 meter training is fine.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, we have a last question that we ask everyone that comes to our podcast. Yeah. Um, it is, if you have a life hack that you would mm. like to share with us it doesn't have to be some very profound thing it can also be very simple things but just something yeah. that helps you get through life
2: uh, i think my best life hack is to focus on the things you can control um so and that depends on yeah if it's covid if it's competition if it's school if it's a busy day if it's sickness everything um if you can control it, it's it's no no use to use energy on it. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's the weather, <laughs> you can control the weather. Um, you can only control what clothes you're wearing. Um, so I think that's my best life hack. And what's yeah it took me through I think this whole COVID process and qualification and also. Injuries, um, not using a lot of energy, stressing about uh, how all the things I miss out, or um, things getting cancelled, or the risk of getting COVID. But but using my energy to see, okay, how, what can I get out of this situation I'm in? How can I get out the best way with the with the cards I have on my hand right now? I
1: think that's my best life No, That's yeah. a really, yeah. really good life yeah. hack. <laughs> But thank you, Mathilda, for joining us. It's been such a pleasure. I, I, I'm, I'm so starstruck, I cannot even. Yeah.
0: It. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pleasure for, my, for me as well. <laughs> thank you for listening to this week's episode of Human Service to You. This episode was recorded under Merit Student Media remember to check out our Instagram, Facebook and our website. See you next week.